Some time ago, my wife and I would take trips from Tallinn, Estonia to Helsinki, Finland. We would go uh, as a day trip on the ferry. And so what we would do is not take our vehicle, we would actually walk and just use public transport. But when you go to get on the ferry, there's a very long pedestrian walkway. And you know, as we normally do, I got in line to go board the boat. So there was these security doors, and so I lined up at the security door, and then you know the line starts forming behind us. And this guy came, and he just walked right in front of me, and didn't acknowledge me in any way. He was a businessman traveling, you know, for business for the day, but just walked right in front of me. And the door didn't open yet, so he was literally standing there, just ignoring me. And so I took it as a personal challenge. I was like, he's trying to just get on first. I can't let him do that. So I had the stroller with me, because then I had our son Isai. So I took it as a personal challenge to race this man to the entrance of the boat. And so the pedestrian walkway was very far. So we did what was basically a power or speed walking competition. He was pretty quick, but in the end I bested him. I got in front and I got closer to the entrance before he did. But as I got closer, somebody calls out and they say, hey, Pastor Gabriel. And basically in that moment, I realized this was silly. I made a decision to jump into this competition to jump in, to be challenged, to, to just make this decision to not let this guy beat me. And the reality is this, every day we make decisions. It is in the decisions that we make every day that dictate whether we live in victory or defeat. We must choose to pursue Christ daily. I made a decision to race a guy for no reason other than it was like he was challenging me. And that was a decision I made and I was slightly embarrassed when I got to the end and there was a guy who knew me from church and from ministry and he called out my name and, and it was just kind of a little bit sobering and, and kind of humbling of like, even though I beat this guy, I was trying to enjoy my victory, but it was like this guy was calling out to me, reminding me that that really doesn't matter. And in the decisions we make daily, we have to be understanding that some of them are really petty. Some of them we make decisions that are not helpful for our life. We just do it because we thought it was fun or we didn't want to look a certain way. And when we choose to pursue Christ daily, this is something that is completely beneficial for us. As we've read in Matthew 6, 9 through 13, the Lord's Prayer, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts, as we also forgive in our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. The author of the three battlegrounds, Francis Frangipane, said this, You will remember that the location where Jesus was crucified was called Golgotha, which meant place of the skull. The first field of conflict where we must learn warfare is the battleground of the mind i.e. the place of the skull. For the territory of the uncrucified thought life is the beachhead of satanic assault in our lives. We must be crucified in the place of the skull. We must be renewed in the spirit of our minds. One statement that I can make, Christ died for our sins. That is the sum of Christianity, of Christian belief. Belief or disbelief in that sentence starts or ends your walk as a Christian. You choose to believe this, you are pursuing Christ, you're following Christ, 
you choose to not believe, you are not pursuing Christ. There is a definite connection that I don't have to stretch very far in order to understand belief and living as such. You live the way you believe. I'll say that again. You live the way you believe. It's true in the four walls of a church sanctuary on a Sunday morning that people live the way they believe. And it's true for the person that did every kind of drug in, and they're sitting in their bedroom contemplating life. We live the way we believe. We live out what starts in our minds. Ephesians 4, 17 through 24 says this, This I say therefore and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who, being past feeling, have given themselves over to lewdness, to work all uncleanness with greediness. But you have not so learned Christ. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust. In verse 23, and says this, And be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. As Christians, there should be something distinct about us from non-believers. We don't think like the world. We don't have the same concerns as the non-believer. We aren't entertained in the same way as the world. We must choose to live this lifestyle of Christianity daily. It starts in our mind and it's an intentional effort that we choose to make daily to pursue God. It doesn't just happen. There are some there are some, when God touches their life, they are so radically changed that their whole world turns upside down. And there are others who consistently grow and grow closer to God. For every single one of us, it looks different. But for every single one of us, we choose to live as Christians, as followers of Jesus. We believe that Christ died for our sins. It is in the decisions that we make every day that dictate us living in victory or defeat. When we make a decision to get into a petty argument or in a competition based on our pride and ego, such as myself, I raced a guy to the entrance of a boat because I felt he shouldn't have walked in front of me. Did he hurt me? No. Was he offensive? No. Did he say anything to me? Absolutely not a word. Did he even look at me? No. And I took that and I made a decision to make a competition. And the thing is this, that we choose things daily. We choose to allow things into our life and we choose to allow things to stay outside of our life. And the truth is this, when we choose Jesus, we choose the best thing. We make a decision that allows us to live in victory and not defeat. You have to learn to make healthy decisions every day. You have to make a decision to read your Bible. You have to make a decision to pray. You have to make a decision to say, Lord, you are in control of my life daily, every day, waking up saying, Holy Spirit, lead me today. Teach me, guide me, 
Help me to understand what you want me to do. Help me to serve you. Help me to be a testimony to the kingdom. Help me to be a testimony to the name of Jesus. Be excellent in whatever field you're in, in the career you've chosen. If you're a stay-at-home mom, if you're a CEO of a company, be excellent. Because that decision to be excellent is to glorify Christ. It's not about pride. It's not about ego. It's not about competition. It's not about comparison. It's about saying, I'm choosing to let Jesus be Lord of my life. And because of that, I want to serve him to the best of my ability. So in everything you do, choose Jesus. It is in the decisions that we make every day that dictate us living in victory 